Amen. Praise. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Let's bow our heads in prayer one more time. Father, we thank you for all that you have in stock for us today in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that you minister to us and prepare us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please let me greet your neighbor one more time and you can please take your seat. Amen. Hallelujah. May please take your seat in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Happy New Year. I said Happy New Year. Amen. Was that, uh, that was a great, a, great, uh, a great and grand entrance into this new year. I think it's the best that we've had. I want to thank um, uh, our, the technical team for making it very, very seamless. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I want to thank them. Yeah, they, 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 worked, they worked extremely hard just on the first time in uh, 15 years that we'll have, uh, well, two years with the marquee and we're able to go into the marquee and come out without breaking uh, transmission. The Lord bless you in Jesus' mighty name. I want you to be very expectant for this year. Um, the year has started. Um, and so God has given us a word that it is the year of great conquest. Yes. Um, uh, someone was asking, Pastor, is, it, um, is that conquest or conquests? I said, well, if you have, if you have a multiple conquests, is, a, is what? It's conquest, amen? So when you deal with the finances, you go and deal with the career, you then go and deal with it. Uh, that makes sense, doesn't it? You go from one level to the one level of grace to the other. But it's a girl of great conquest. That means that God, that means that you will win. You'll be victorious. Uh, I've been a Christian for uh, 30 years now to know that uh, when God gives a word, there is always an approach. There's always a method to it. There's always a plan. I want to teach you uh, the very, I want to prepare you, what I've titled preparing for conquest part one. Preparing for conquest part one. And in the past, I, when, I, when I teach um, this subject matter, uh, we are starting with uh, prayer and fasting from the 7th on Monday, right? Yeah, how many of you are looking forward to it? Yeah. <laughs> are you not looking forward to it? Okay. So we are all going to be fasting. Amen. Aha. So, um, so I've titled this uh, talk tonight, this message tonight, Preparing for Conquest. And that'll be our part one. The very first thing we need when it, when it comes to engagement, engagement in progress, is power. That's the first thing we need. I want to try and teach this thing in a way that um, it doesn't go over um, our young people's head. Right? I've learned something about it in the, in the past. Yeah, sometimes you, you speak out of passion so much, uh, you assume that everybody's on the same frequency as yourself. We're not. We, have, we are a second... Uh, uh, second generation church. All right? Uh, so I want to talk about preparing for conquest, and the very first thing we settle in our preparation for conquest is power. It's power. And that is what we, we are set to provoke in our 21 day fast. It's power. You, as a young professional, young mom, young dad, you must understand the subject matter of, of power. 
If you do not understand the subject matter of power, chances are that you won't win. You won't know how to win. Everything and anything that gives worth to believers is built on power. And I will show you in quick. I will show you in quick. Now, anyone can catch an understanding and, and have power. Uh, the power of God is not limited to the senior pastor. The power of God is not limited to apostles, prophets, and bishops. That's not true. That's not true. I was introduced to the subject of power in 1990. Summer. 1990. I was introduced to the subject of power. How old would I have been then? I can't remember now. Maybe in my 20s. Right? Right? 22. Right? More than that. Okay. As an, if I'm 52 now, how? 24. I learned the subject of power at the age of 24. I was not married. You understand? And I want you and I want you to understand the place of power because it's important. No power, no conquest. Yeah, you write that down. No power, no conquest. Anybody can set goals. No power, no conquest. No power, no conquest. Everything and anything that gives worth, that gives value to you and I, not just in faith, around us, right, requires power. And, I want, and that's how I want to start thinking throughout this year. Your understanding of this subject matter will give you strength, spiritual strength, and it will, it will make you an overcomer. Listen very carefully. Challenges will always come. It is never about the toughness of the challenge. No, it's about your toughness in the fight. You know? So, so no challenge, no challenge is, 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 uh, is, uh, is great. What is, what is um, the problem is your ability and your capacity to deal with that challenge reflects your strength. Does that make sense? Yeah? I, based on my strength, I can pick up this uh, speaker. You understand? Yeah? I can pick it up based on my strength. Yeah? And, uh, and I can be a champion here. Just be picking up all these um, speakers one by one. And, but this big boy here, if you are probably asking me to pick up this uh, subwoofer, right? Hey, I may have to think twice. Maybe this is a, a your strength. You understand? So I want you to think, I want you to think, think in the concept. You feel power is very imp important, and your understanding of power is what determines your results in life. So in boxing, they have different grades. They have a featherweight, yeah? They have um, light, what? Light, light, lightweight. Then they have a middle something, yeah? And they have what? A heavyweight, yeah? Weight, uh, and they have welter, 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 welter. What, they are from welter, what I'm stuck. Okay, oh, yeah. 
Yeah? So they all have, they all have, they are, they are categories. And you are not allowed to fight, you are, you are allowed to fight in that category based on your weight, based on your capacity. So, so strength and power is very important, and you must understand that. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 20. Because you must pray for power, power for conquest. For the, let's read that together. 1 Corinthians 4.20. Yeah? No? Okay. It says, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Yeah? If you can bring it up, bring it up so we can, so we can read it together. But the kingdom of God is not in... Okay, one, two, go. Uh-huh. Exactly. One more time. Uh-huh. So, so, God tells us that it's the year of great conquest. The kingdom of God is not in just talk. The kingdom of God, the experience of the kingdom of God is not in just talking. No. He said, but what? In power. So what is power? Power is the ability to do something. Power is the ability to do something. You, you don't have the ability, you can't do it. Do you understand? If you, can't, if you don't have the strength to do it, you can't do it. And so you must understand the place of power so rather than just praying empty words. So, the kingdom of God is not in talking and praying empty words, but it is in what? In power. Power is the capacity to do and to become what you say you want to do and become. If you don't understand the place of power, then you can spend your entire year just talking, just reading, just talking. Praise the Lord. John chapter 1, verse 12. I want you to be hungry for the power of God for accomplishment. I want you to be hungry for the power of God for accomplishment. Right? Let's read together. One, two, go. As many as received him. Uh-huh. Amen. One translation says he gave them what? The power to become. The power to become. There's, so, so you, you need, the, it's not just in saying, I'm a child of God. No, you can say you are a child of God, and yet half of what you say you want to do, you can't do them. You can say you are the child of God, I'm, I'm a Christian. So you can say you are a Christian, and yet half of what God has laid in your heart, you can't fulfill them. So you must understand the power of God for fulfillment, Right? But as many as he received them, to them he gave the right. The right is the power. The right gives you the power. All right? The power of attorney. Right? You buy a house. You buy a house. They give you, they give you uh, what do you call it? Deed. Not that I've seen mine before. Right? You see? So they, you give them a, a deed. That deed, that title deed, isn't it? Is what 
although in some countries it doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> in some countries it doesn't matter, you know. Where I come from in Amidala, he said uh, you can sell the deed to multiple, uh, yeah. But in, in England here, once your name, that is the right, it means that you have power over that house. That is, 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 a, is a right. So as many as received them, he gave them the right to become the children of God. That right transfers power to them as children of God. And so my prayer from the age of 24 is, Lord, I want to experience your power. I want to experience your power. I want to experience your power as a young professional. 24. 24. I want to experience your power as a husband. I want to experience your power as a father. And so the fact that, I'm a, the fact that I claim to be a Christian man does not mean that that does, that does not guarantee a great marriage. It doesn't. It doesn't. What guarantees a great marriage is the power to become what it takes to be one. Does that make sense? So you must cry and pray fervently and ask God to manifest his power. I, I, that, was my, that was my prayer, right? But most of the time, a lot of people do not um, understand the concept of power. What they understand as power is not ability, ability to become. The understanding of power is uh, someone does uh, miracles. Does that make sense? Yeah, there's somebody here, uh, you know, that's what we understand as power. Or there's somebody here, your phone number is uh, 074930, uh, come here, you know, that's what we understand as power. But that's not true. Yeah? Those are, those are the gifts of men, if they are. Those are the things we see, we say, oh, they have power. Many of us think that, well, if you can tell me what's going to happen, you'll be shocked how many Christians still read the horoscope. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked how many Christians still, still say, hey, what's your star sign? You'll be shocked. There's something about man that wants to know about the future. But all that is in your salvation. So power is the ability and the capacity to become. Power is the, you, you know, you know. Many of us have, we have <laughs> I went to Africa, I noticed something in Africa. When we went to, when we went to Africa, when, when people come to your house, right? when people come to visit you, I noticed the first time I said, okay. The very first thing they do is they run. It's like everybody goes around with their mobile phone chargers. You know, that's, what, that's what they do. Yeah. The very first thing they do is they, they look for the PowerPoint, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, did you notice that? The very first time I was running, I said, what, what kind of a guest is this? You just come in and said, uh, and you just, you'll be looking around. And, uh, I said, what are you looking for? It's not your house. They said, oh, uh, I'm looking for the PowerPoint. I'm looking for the PowerPoint. I'm looking for the PowerPoint. So you understand that. And many of you carry your carry your. Your, your, what do you call it, your battery packs like charms. <laughs> yeah. You carry your battery pack, carry your power pack, so you understand that. So, so you know that it doesn't matter how nice your phone is. If it runs out of battery, right, its usefulness is gone. So what is more important? The battery or the power? The battery, the battery pack or the phone? Eh? Exactly. 
You've got, to, you've got to reason, you've got to reason that, because, because listen very carefully, you've got to understand this concept so that you can draw the juice out of it for, for, for your advancement. The phone is useless without the power. It's useless. It can't work. It's not interesting how they sell you the features. All those bells and whistles features, Right? It's useless without power. You know, so I was going to look for, um, uh, look for, get a, what do you call it? Um, is, is it AirPods, they call it, right? I've always wanted to have one, you know. That's the closest thing I can have to having earrings. So, <laughs> so I went, I went and I said, I said, oh, I have to charge. I said, ah, ah. I said, one more thing to charge again. I said, yes, but you like it. I said, yeah, but one more thing to charge. I said, oh. I said, I have to charge my phone. Yeah, charge my phone. They said, well, yeah, but there's this new charger. You just put your phone on it to charge. I said, but it's still charging. <laughs> Everything around us is just power, power. Everything around us is about power. It's not interesting when you, get, get, you start your car in the morning, right, and your battery runs down. He said, yes, I drive an S-Class. What is the S-Class without the battery? And isn't it amazing as big as that car? The battery that controls the entire life is this. So there's in your car, there's the battery. There's also what is called an alternator. The alternator ensures that the battery is constantly charged. So as to supply you the power to give that vehicle a meaningful life. I went on a retreat one time, came out of, my, came out of the uh, retreat center, and the devil, has the devil had attacked my car. The car wouldn't start. So I called them RAC. They came. They said the power is gone. And I was looking at, they brought the, they brought the, power, they brought the battery pack out. I was looking at the car. I said, this foolish car, as big as you are, this small thing is controlling you. Can you imagine that? So you must understand the concept of power so you know what to pray about. Because if your life is void of power, all the bells and whistles, the feature that God has prepared in your destiny, you won't see them. You won't see them. As beautiful as this microphone, it is designed to amplify my voice. But it has to be charged. So I carry a battery pack. You see that? You discover. So you must understand, are you being powered? I sorted myself at the age of 24. I sorted myself out at the age of 24. I need, I need power for that one, is it? Thank you. You and I. You see? You see? Hmm? Thank you. Why the mother is feeling with that one? Let me see. Hmm? It's okay now. Is the battery working? I won't trip on the cable. Thank you very much. All right. Now, there's something going on in my home now where is a. Lara came over today. Lara came over today. Um, Lara Day on Jews, right? 
She's the Alexa specialist. She was telling me, so she came to see me one day, and uh, while she was home, while we were having a, a chat, her daughter called. And I said, ah, your daughter can, she's got a mobile phone? She said, no, pastor. I said, okay. I said, and then the daughter called again. I said, ah, what is the problem? I said, is she all right? I said, yes, it's not. Oh, pastor, she's okay. Uh, um, it's Alexa dialing. I said, Alex, who? <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. So, um, so my daughter just tells Alexa, Alexa, call mommy. And then her phone rang. I said, are you kidding? <laughs> I said, ah. I said, you can't have that in your house, and I won't have it in my house. I said, so everything you have in your house, as far as Alexa is concerned, you must come. So she showed up today to fix my Alexa. Amen. And I got two. I got two for Christmas gifts. So I have one in the living room, and I have, so my prayer is that they won't gang up and beat me up. <laughs> That's a prayer. But I require, but you know what? As beautiful as the as Alexa is, you know, so there's one Alexa, there's another one, there's the Alexa Echo, Echo Dot, you know. I mean, so I've got one in the, so I said, well, put one there, hallway. Put another one, um, uh, master bedroom. Put another one there, study. Yeah? But it's very interesting. After all that thing she said about um, Alexa, she brought the thing out and she said, um, she was ro- 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 running around. I said, what, what, what are you looking for? He said, I want to plug it. I said, plug it to what? <laughs> and I said, I want to plug it to, the, to, to power. I said, ah. I said, I thought Alexa is powerful. He said, yes, but it doesn't work without power. Your life will never work out without power. The beauty of your life can never see the light of day if you don't settle the issue of power. Do you understand? See, see, power is greater than giftings. Gifts without power, right, is frustration. You must settle the issue of power. Amen. Praise the Lord. Great conquest requires power. It's not talk. Great conquest is not talk. Great conquest is the demonstration of power. Capacity and ability to become what God has led in your heart to do and become. You understand? Yeah? So, how do we... Uh, so, to be powerless then, right, can, can make you helpless and hopeless. If you are powerless, you don't, know how, you don't know how frustrating it is when you don't have the power to do what you want to do. So when to be powerless is to be helpless. To be powerless is what? To be helpless. There is not one nation too great for us. The Lord our God delivered all into our hands. And that power is in the hands of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. So how do we, how do we tap into this power? First of all, you've got to be desperate. You've got to have strong desire for it. I had a strong desire for it at the age of 24. You also have a strong desire because the day you understand it, the day I understood its importance, right, 
It was a, it was a hunger. Empower me, O oh God. And I found out over the years that the things that my, my, my up till now, the things that my peers find challenging, I just sail through. Because I didn't waste time seeking features. I wasted time in the place of power. Do you understand? So, empowerment comes with understanding and desperation. You've got to be desperate. You've got to understand the subject, the subject matter, and then you've got to be desperate for it. You've got to be desperate for it. Because power also comes in levels. Power comes in levels. Have you got enough power for the level you are trying to attain? He said, well, I want, I want to fight, I want to fight uh, in, the, um, in the heavyweight category. And I said, well, measure up. What do you do? You step on the scale. Is that not what you do? I want to fight in the heavyweight category. No problem. You are welcome. But step on the scale. We then find that after stepping on the scale, we then find that your weight's like uh, the weight of a chicken. I say, oh, my friend, ah, yo, no, 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 no. Your desire is in, your heart is right. Your desire is in the right place. But, you, but your scale, I mean, your scale does not support that. So go, go, and, go and eat. Go and feed yourself. Go and put on some muscles. And they come back. And so you don't want to find yourself without adequate power for the dreams you have on your list. The truth is, it won't happen. Don't let anybody fool you. It won't happen. And if it doesn't happen, it's not because the devil is strong. If it doesn't happen, it's not because God doesn't want you to have it. You just don't have the power for it. You don't have the power for it. So you must have, so you require desperation. So what is desperation? Desperation means a hunger. A hunger. Throughout the next 21 days when, we are, when our fasting starts on the, on the 7th, on, the, uh, on Monday, you should be hungry for the power of God. You should be hungry. No power, no dreams. But that wasted year. Hungry. You, so desperation means a thirst. A thirst. A thirst. Desperation means a strong desire. A strong craving. That's how we tap into the power of God. A strong craving. Get the understanding and desire it. A crazy desire. I learned that in, 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 uh, in uh, 1997. I said, oh my God, Lord, I, 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 how can I make this happen? Lord, empower me. Isaiah chapter 44. Okay, read together. 
Okay, let's be together. One to go. For I will pour water on. Okay, pause there. Okay, that one more time. I will pour water on him. So is he pouring water on everybody? Is he pouring water on everybody? Are you thirsty enough for God to pour water on you? The anointing. The power of the Holy Spirit. It's only for those who are thirsty. Many of us think that, oh yeah, you know what, just because we are Christians, right, God knows what we want and if freely and willing to give it. No, no, that's not, most of what we read in it, most of what we think Christianity is, is not. And for I will pour water on him who is thirsty. I don't pour water on everyone. I do not pour water. So water means refreshment. Let's read, let's read on. One, two, go. Yeah? And floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your offering. Verse 4. Look at the effect. Look at the effect. Verse 4. See that? Yeah? One, two, go. They will spring up among the grass like willows by the water courses. Look at that. Look at that. So it is thirst that produces a springing. They will spring up. Say, for I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. So he gave you and he gave us an example to qualify the, the depth of that thirst. It's a dry ground. It's so, it talks about being parched. It talks about being hungry. A strong desire. Now, this is a qualification. If you don't have that strong desire or hunger or your desire, it cannot be described as a dry ground. Hey, man, at, at best, you will just remain where you are. You will remain where you are. So praying in tongues is just the beginning. That is the entry level. You must be hungry for the expression of the power of God. You must be hungry for it. You must be hungry for it. And if you read Ezekiel 47 all through, you will see all, all through, you will see where the Bible described this water and was talking about the various levels and the depth of so 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 as you the, the bigger your needs, the higher your demands, right? Then uh, the, the the higher your hunger. A strong desire. <laughs> a strong desire. I remember when we moved to England, right? And we're living in a house, living in it it um Eight families in a house. I didn't know how I was going to come out of that thing. I didn't know how. But, ah, my, every time I'm walking the street in Chelsea and I see people with uh, nice cars or good houses, I will stop. I don't give them tickets. I will interview them. 
and, I'll be, and my heart, I'm saying, ah, Lord, I want to be like this one day. Help me. Do you know the, hung, the hunger, the hunger is just, Lord, baptize me, enable me, give me, empower me. Because naturally speaking, I don't know how this will happen, but I know that you are a great God. John chapter 3, verse 34, talks about Jesus. He said, for he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God does not give the spirit by measure. God does not give the spirit by measure. Talking about Jesus. So, so God does not hold back. It doesn't give you. So if you are hungry for it, he will fill you. Um, night 2000, year 2000, I was going to, the Lord laid in my heart to quit my job and go contracting. So I was afraid. I was afraid. Every great conquest comes, comes with its own fear. So I was panicking. I was afraid. I remember one day, it was a Friday night, around um, 12 midnight, I came downstairs to the lounge, my family were sleeping. I started praying. I was praying for the power of God to make the transition. My mates were doing it. Yeah, but I quite knew that some of my mates just, you know, for the fun, for the, just for the money, they resign, they, are, they go contracting, they get the first contract and they get stuck. Get the second contract and they get stuck. They work for six months and stay at home for nine months. Right? I didn't want that. So I sat down and I started going through and I was praying and read through the Bible, and I was praying, Lord, your power, Lord, your power, Lord, your power. And then I got to Isaiah, and a scripture came out from nowhere and it hit my spirit. That's around 3 a.m. in the morning. And when that scripture hit my spirit, following morning at football, I said, I said, God has given me the power. I've got the power for this. I, will, I, have, I have never been out of work. Never. I have never been out of, and I contracted from 2000 to 2007. Seven years solid. Never. 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 In England, that is power for my own stomach, for my own benefit. So your home needs to be powered. Your career needs to be powered. Your marriage needs to be powered. I do is not enough. It's only words. But the kingdom of God is not about words. Your enterprise, your, dis, your, 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 your dream, it, it needs to be powered. It needs to be plugged in. So I got plugged in that night and when, and when the surge of power came through his word, I knew I got it. So, so when you plug your battery in, right, when you plug your phone into the power, power uh, socket, your battery will know that something has come, isn't it? Yeah? How does it know? You see, you see the zzz, isn't it? You hear, you hear that? You hear that zzz, say, I received this, isn't it? <laughs> Is that what? Yeah. That's what happens. I don't know if your phone does that. But when you plug it in, yeah, they say, well, it goes zzz. Yeah, I got this. Then you look at it, and there's this uh, zigzag, this um, yeah, power symbol. 
right? It's like lightning, isn't it? You say, ah, so it's registered. That's how life is. You don't have the power, you don't have the power. But, ladies and gentlemen, don't be talking if you don't have the power. Don't be all talk. Don't be all talk. Don't be all talk. Be powered up. Be powered up. Be powered up. Your children need to be powered. So I should just send my kids, send my, my uh, lovely children to where, where one primary school and then, and, then, and, then, and then allow someone to go and just bully them or speak words over them. What kind of nonsense is that? They need to be, they need to be powered. They need to be powered. I remember one particular incident where, where my, my son was, uh, he was having a, a, bad, a bad time with one of his subjects. He was in, uh, I think, year nine or year, uh, I can't remember, I think it was maths. And he just wouldn't pass it. He was uh, you know, oh, what will I do? I said, I said, I said, look, after anointing with oil, right? I said, by the way, on Sunday, bring your anointing oil, right? So, so we can pray, bless them on Sunday. And uh, I said, I said, go, go, hound that teacher. Hound the teacher until the favor of God upon your life manifests. So he went, spoke to the math teacher. Uh, oh, I need to come and ask you. I'm struggling this way. Ah, the man, everywhere he goes, he look at Asha. Everywhere he goes, one day he say, come, 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 come. What is the matter? He said, I'm, I'm, I'm not very good at this subject. He said, okay. He said, no, it's not okay. Follow him money. I said, keep seeing him. Keep seeing him. The guy had no choice but to sit him down one day and show him how to get that thing to work. And then he passed. Came out with an A. Was it A he had? Exactly. Your children need to be powered. Your career needs to be powered. You just sit down there and one, one bozo from somewhere, sit down over tea and, tea and biscuit and get you sacked. Because you are just talking. I think you should go. Yeah, I think so too. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you should go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we don't like her. No, I don't like her too. I don't like her too. And then the following week, they give you a letter and say, oh, you're free to go. No power. Everything, every instrument you have has got to be powered. And every area of your life has got to be powered. And it starts with a desperate hunger for the power of God in that area. If you are not sure that you've got the power, keep praying and keep crying. Don't assume. Keep praying and keep crying. Keep praying and keep crying. Keep crying. Keep praying and keep crying until you get it. When you know, the boss will tell you that you've got it. Praise the Lord. So we're talking about power. We're talking about what? How do we get it? We get it by what? Hunger. Yeah. Number two, prayer. 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 Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1. Zechariah, Zechariah 10, 1. It says, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flash clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. But you've got to ask. You have to ask. Prayer, prayer, prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. 
prayer and fasting. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flash cl flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. Acts chapter 1 verse 14. Acts 1 14. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication. Hunger and prayer. Hunger and prayer. Hunger and prayer. It's life is serious business. Hunger and prayer. Hunger and prayer. Acts 2. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they were praying together. They prayed so much together that, that heaven erupted. Power came from heaven. You are not too young to understand the place of power. If you have a mobile phone, then you understand the place of power. Hunger and prayer. If you don't have power, you will tell stories. So you either tell stories or you get the power required and become what God says you should become this year. Acts 4, 33. And with great power. Yeah? Acts, Acts 4, 33. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. With great power, with great power, the apostles, what? Gave witness. No power, no witnessing. You know what, you know what witnessing is? A witness is evidence. No power, no evidence. No power, no evidence. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of Jesus. So, so you... You are also a witness to the power. You are, you are a witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You are born again as Springfield, right? Isn't it? Boys, but no power, no witness. In other words, you don't have anything to show for your salvation. You're not different from any, any, anyone else. So what makes you different from the non-Christian? I'll tell you what the difference is. It's in the power of God. It's in the manifestation of the power of God. That's where the difference is. That is where the difference is. So no, so, no power, no witnessing. Witnessing means something to show. So you've got to have something to show as a believer of Christ. So telling the same story that everyone is telling is not good news. It's not. So how is going with you there? Ah, you know, we're just, we, we finished here now, just like another person, you know. We are, yeah, you know how it is here, you know. I, I, yes, yes, there are no jobs, you know. There are no, no work here. Um, you know, we don't have a, I can't buy a house. I can't buy a house, you know. Yeah, so much. What kind of nonsense is that? You will buy a house in Jesus' name. You will get your job in Jesus' name. 
your children shall be great in the name of Jesus. They'll be full of wisdom. They will get all the stars. That's, that's why I, I, I tell, I tell our, our young people, I say, go for their awards. Go for their awards. Go for their awards. Every time I run, every time I run into the kids in the corridor, I have to say, so do you guys, have you got stars? Do, you, do, they, give you, do they give you smiling faces and stars? You say, yes, pastor, I got smiling. I say, yes, I say, bring many, bring many. Do you be shocked how many kids come to me and say, pastor, tell me, they're here, tell me, your children. So, oh, pastor, I got a smiling face. I say, well done. Please, tomorrow bring another one. That's the proof of redemption. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 9. Verse 29. As he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white and glittering. As he what? Prayed. No transformation without prayer. No transformation without prayer. So it's not a year of talking. It's a year of his power. No power, no conquest. Luke 3, verse 21. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. While he prayed, the heaven was opened. So you have to pray until your heaven opens. You have to pray until the power of God drops on you and your heaven opens. And the last is fasting. So hunger, prayer, and fasting. Isaiah 58, verse 6. It says, is this Isaiah 58, verse 6? Now, it says, is this not the fast that I have chosen? What is the fast? To abstain from food? Yeah? It says, to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. That is the fast. That's what our fast is for. Amen. He said, this is the fast I command, I've commanded for you. So fasting is also a very important thing. That, and we are fasting for 21 days. You pray, you, decree, you create hunger, you pray for power of God, and then, and then those people, they are backed by what? Fasting. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, undo them. Undo them because I'm not in this year to tell stories. No, I'm, uh, I'm here to undo heavy burdens, to be free, to let those who are oppressed go free. I refuse to be oppressed. I refuse to be limited. So my fast is to shatter any form of limitation and take my mountain. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I mean, church, I'll leave you with these two scriptures so you can see how Apostle Paul did it. Second Corinthians 6, verse 55. 2 Corinthians 6.55. I want to advise you that your house should be a house of prayer. Your house should be a house of prayer. It's not a house for fighting. It's not a house for disagreement. It should be a house of prayer. Get your children together, get your families together, and then pray. And say, what are we praying about? We are praying for the power of God. 
and they will back it up with a fast for 21 days. Amen? Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians 6, 55. It says, in stripes, in imprisonment, in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings, in fastings, in fastings. This is how he wrote half of the New Testament, in fastings. This is how he overcame, in fasting, in fasting. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians eleven twenty seven. It says, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness, often in hunger and thirst, in fastings, often in cold and nakedness, in fastings. So, from Monday, you get ready for the fast of your life and the hunger of your life. Release your power upon me, O God. And then you back it up with a hunger and back it up with fasting. And I'm believing God that the power of God will come down upon you, upon us as a church, upon your family, upon every single child in this house. Amen. Praise the Lord. The power of God. It's one of the, it's one of the best lessons I ever learned. Tapping into the power of God at a very early age. So women are telling stories. That's why I tell, I tell, I tell. <laughs> Oh, I remember we were applying for uh, a job back in the day. And uh, about a few of us Christians were applying for the same job. So I told them, I said, I'm getting this job. They said, what do you mean? I said, because I have prayed. And they said, so what do you think we, what do you think we are doing here? I said, that. I said, well, what if, there's only one what if there's only one position? I said, well, if there's only one position, I'm so sorry to let you know that... Uh, <laughs> I, 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 am, I, am, I am getting that thing. And well, I, I was going with, with my car, with my parents, my mom's car, and also we're driving to. Hey, that's why I was joking. There were five of us in the car. I said, I've just been arrogant. I said, well, you can call it what you like, but it is, I said, there's only one place. I said, you guys, I, I, am, I am taking that thing. I am taking it. And of course, we all went. I was the only one who got a position. Okay, they didn't, they didn't like me, but who cares? Who cares? You can still see that thing manifesting in us as a once upon a time I used it for myself just to feed myself and I've and, and I've done damage. In fact, God probably God just thought, you know what, this boy, you have eaten with this thing for so long. Come, go and serve me. Can you not, can you not see the same grace upon your church? So I want to ask you to do this. Be hungry for God's power. Do everything it takes. Fasting, prayer, desire. I am different, and I know it. I am different. And I'm even different as a pastor. How many, how, how many, how many preachers have I brought here for, to, to, to teach you? How many? This is all us. And you saw the influence of your church at midnight, isn't it? That crossover. There is no backing from any man. It's not a denomination. This is all the power of God, the hand of God. And I must say, it's not the first time I will succeed with this. 
You know, I've been saying it for, for 15 years. I said, look, I said, you and I, when we go to Afghanistan, after six months, I'll be drinking soup, soup with the chief. You will be in prison. I mean, remember I used to say that? I used to say that. I used to, I remember I used to, then, 2000, 2015, I mean, 2005, 2004. Why should I? See, the power of God is available to all. What I've shared with you tonight is not limited to me as a pastor. No, no. And as many of you who will desire and hunger for God at this level, you will see the manifestation. You will see it personally. You will see it with your children. You will see it with your marriage. You will see it with your home. And you need it. I need it. So remember, in closing, if you don't have power, you will tell stories. If you don't have power, you will tell stories. Don't tell stories. That's why that man asked, what must I do to be saved? So you know what to do now. 21 days, you shouldn't fail. You fast. Let it cost, let it cost you something. Let your body feel it. Let your mind feel it. And we pray for God's power. Amen. Rise to your feet as we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration. Father, today is the first service of this year. We desire your power in the name of Jesus. We ask that you baptize us with your power. Our heart cries for you. Our heart yearns for you. We desire to experience your power in our lives in the name of Jesus. Touch our minds, touch our body, touch our spirit tonight. Whip up hunger in us that you'll be able to pour water upon us as dry grounds in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Please may be seated. It's offering time.